When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, let's update the NHL here. How about the Devils tonight? A 6-1 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Late in the third, the Maple Leafs with a 2-1 lead on the Wild. Austin Matthews has both goals. He has 36 on the season. The Blue Jackets have beaten the Panthers 6-3, so a couple losses in a row here for the Panthers as they're going to take on the Oilers on Saturday. And the Rangers lead the Capitals... Well, they just beat them. It just ended. Rangers beat the Capitals 4-1, and early in the second period, Predators up 1-0 on the Stars. Can the Flames make it 11 in a row? We're going to find out. Game starts in about half an hour. It is the uh, Flames in Vancouver tonight. Also later, Bruins and Kraken, and the New York Islanders will play the San Jose Sharks. I want to remind you as well, you may have heard me talking about this last night, or I'm sure you've seen something about it, but the Oilers have this mega multi-day 50-50. So it's over six game days. It started last night, so it'll continue on Saturday. Another game on Sunday. Net proceeds uh, in support of Wounded Warriors Canada and Operation Frontline Impact. I had Scott Maxwell on the face-off show last night, Executive Director of Wounded Warriors Canada. There will be uh, early bird draws on Saturday for at noon and five for $5,000. Now, the total jackpot is already $498,000. So I'm going to round that up to half a million. So over six game days, um, it's at uh, the, the total pot's at half a million after one game day. So if the math continues, that's going to be a, a $3 million jackpot. Winner takes home half, and there's a bunch of the early bird draws as well. And uh, I'm going to guess with how we like 50-50s in Alberta, I, I'm going to guess that's probably – I'm going to I'm gonna make a prediction that it gets over $4 million, which is pretty cool. So uh, you can buy tickets again Saturday from 9 a.m. until 11 p.m. All right, there we go. Really pleased to have this next gentleman on the show. Uh, as we're going to feature a sport here, so many sports have been affected by the pandemic. And, and usually we talk about pro sports, but don't forget about all the, the grassroots sports and and uh, stuff like that that has uh, been really hurt in some cases and are trying to work their way back. Daryl Blackmore is on the line. He's the vice president of the Edmonton Inline Association. And uh, Daryl, I believe you have a title with uh, Alberta Roller Hockey as well, don't you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm the president of uh, Alberta Pro Roller Hockey as well. Okay, so you're a big wig <laughs> when it comes to roller hockey. So that's good. I'm a yeah, I'm a, I'm a dedicated roller hockey individual. That's for sure. Well, that's awesome. So I'm glad to have you on the show and to shine the light on your sport a little bit. What uh, what's your connection? How'd you get involved? Uh, like a lot of parents, who get involved in, in any sport. It was my son who started playing, and you know. Towed me along with him to to coach a few of his teams, and then 
you know, wanted to pay it forward and got involved in the executive side of keeping, uh, you know, up with the league and and then expanding it to continue to, to provide more opportunities for young athletes. Um, it, is a, it is a fairly unknown sport here in, in Canada, but for the U.S., there is a ton of roller hockey opportunities that a lot of Canadian youth can go and take advantage of. So I uh, wanted to do some of the pay it forward uh, in that regard. Well, good for you for doing that. Now, the pay it forward kind of got derailed, I guess, over the last couple of years. Um, can you kind of give us the, the Coles notes, the context here for uh, how the, the pandemic affected roller hockey? Yeah, so if we go back to the 2019, the last full season we were able to run, we would have had in the neighborhood of 70 to 80 youth teams aged uh, U8 to U17. And then over the last two years, we, we've only had in total uh, 18 teams between the two years. So extremely low numbers. And it was just a lot to do with the pandemic and not being able to, to have the, the facilities open and being able to use. But we're back in full swing for this year and planning on running our full season. So just trying to obviously make sure everyone knows that we are back. When does the season usually run? We typically would run from about mid-April until the end of June. And one of the, the perks for parents with roller hockey is in our youth leagues, we don't have them play on the weekends. So you keep, keep your weekends free. Uh, they play two weeknights uh, out of the week. So it's uh, convenient for parents that don't, uh, don't want to give up their weekends. Okay. So time to start thinking about registration then if if uh, parents and kids want to get involved so keep that in mind and i and i believe you'll have to correct me with a with a i have not some prominent western leaguers and even nhlers come through roller hockey here in alberta well it's funny i was listening to your your last segment and you're talking about connor bedard coming in you know you have to look no farther than a highly skilled roller hockey player than connor bedard who actually uh, led the league in in BC this last year with uh, 92 points in something ridiculous like 16 games. Oh. Um, but yeah, and his, his line mate was Kent Johnson, who you might be familiar with as well. Uh, that was his line mate. So they, uh, they both play. Katie and Gooley, who, you know, we know from uh, being a local Shirt Park product, played inline here in Edmonton inline for several years. Um, so yeah, it, and then the list of NHLers is actually quite extensive but the, the most prominent one that people might be familiar with is Patrick Maroon plays here is super involved in in inline today still coaches his son's teams down in St. Louis uh, and actually is part of the t- big tournament that's run down there every year well some impressive Kent Johnson uh he's in Michigan now isn't he yes he is and was he on the Olympic team uh I can't remember if he goes on the Olympic. I know he's on the, the World Juniors team, but... Right, okay. Uh, yeah, but he was, like, picked fifth or sixth overall. I'm yeah, trying to remember overall. off the top of my head. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, so there you go. So there's definitely some transferable skills then to ice hockey. Yeah, and that's one of the big things. It, it does give uh, the youth players a nice break from ice hockey, but the advantage is, is that you're still working on the core skills that you need to develop while playing ice hockey. You're passing, you're shooting, you're stick handling teamwork you know if you were to watch a game of roller hockey from the the ankles up you probably would have a hard time differentiating between if you're watching an ice hockey game or a roller hockey game so are there still 
no, no, don't laugh when I say this. Like there was the Edmonton sled dogs, I think, a long time ago. Are there still pro opportunities? So we don't have a pro league per se here. We have we, we call it semi pro. It's a lot of uh, WHL players, NCAA players. Okay. We more promote those opportunities. There are so many opportunities, especially in NCAA Div One through Div Three, for kids to go and get partial scholarships in Canada to go down and play in the in the United States at some very high high quality universities. Okay. Perfect. Well, look, I, I, Daryl, I'm glad you came on because I think this is important to know that uh, that inline roller hockey is bouncing back and and the opportunities are there for for kids to play. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, basically you usually have about 80 youth teams and how that dropped over the last couple of years. So I hope you get back up to that number. If people want to register here or find out more, where can they go? The best place to go would be Edmonton Inline, all one word. dot ab. dot ca. And then there's a registration link right on the page, which would bring you to all the different age groups, categories um, to look at. Okay. Did I miss anything important, Daryl? No. The only other thing I will throw out there is that this sport is played across Alberta. And I know we have another league that we play with a lot in Red Deer. So I promised them I'd give them a shout out because they are open for registration as well at reddeerrollerhockey.ca. Also a great league and looking for for kids to come back and play there as well all right well i'm glad cab moon would have been disappointed if there wasn't at least one red deer reference on the show so we got it in there we go there you go daryl thanks for doing this right on thanks for doing this thank you that is uh daryl blackmore so edmontoninline.ab.ca if you're a little to the south red deer roller hockey.ca happy to have uh daryl on uh, so he said, you know, the, really affected by the pandemic, had about 80 youth teams in uh, 2019, and that was down to under 20 the last two years. So uh, they're bouncing back. They're ready to go. And I'll tell you what, I, you know how I got that idea? I got an email. And if, uh, if there's something you want to talk about or you think is important to get out there, send me a pitch. Inside sports at 630ched.com is the email. And again, edmontoninline.ab.ca if you want to find out more about the uh, Edmonton Inline association okay we got to call a quick timeout we got an awesome story from the university of alberta one of the top athletes currently going there is going to check in A lot going on, a lot going on. We're talking about the Oil Kings uh, inline hockey getting going. Of course, the Oilers continuing their road trip on Saturday. Now they had the day off today. They will practice tomorrow, so we'll have the latest there on Inside Sports. And don't forget, Stoff will have Oilers now from noon to 2. The game on Saturday, a 9 a.m. face-off show. And uh, then the game will start at 10.30. And then for Carolina on Sunday, 9.30 for the face-off show and the game uh, at 11. So both early starts. I uh, invite you to have a coffee with me to take you through the face-off show both days. Okay, a uh, lot going on with the University of Alberta as well. And if you follow uh, Canada West or the U of A Athletics on uh, social media, the, this person's picture was all over social media on the weekend because she became the new Canada West all-time leader in kills against Calgary from the U of A Pandas. 
It is Corey White checking in. Corey, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Congratulations on the record. I, I'm always curious when an athlete sets a record, if they're aware of it, if they're counting in game, like counting down to it, if they even care at all. What's your experience with this record? Uh, wow. Well, I just want to say thank you, but uh, it was actually really funny. So, um, because in that match, um, a lot of the girls knew that I only needed four more kills to get the record. So before the game, obviously we were focused on playing Calgary. I'm not going to step away from that, but uh, we actually had like team bets of <laughs> what the score was going to be when it happened. So we just kind of like had fun and kind of made just like, like just enjoyed the moment. So um, when it did happen, like I, I owed someone a coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're just bidding coffee. I'm glad. I'm glad. Let's yeah, just, just coffee. That. Yeah, just coffee, everybody. Okay, Canada West. That's all that's going on. All right. Well, oh, it's I, so what was your reaction though when you when you when you got the record? Did like did they stop the match or was there anything or you just keep going? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they actually announced right when I got that fourth kill um, on their like live stream and everything that I did and um, the announcers there that I got that kill and I just broke the record. So they stopped the match. Everyone was applauding. People in the audience were standing up. Like it was, it was so cool. And like I, I was so shocked by it, especially because I wasn't even at my home gym. Um, it was so like, it was just really nice to see how much Calgary honored it because they really didn't have to. But and then it was funny. Like after all that moment, my coach was like, "Okay, you need to get back and focus." because we're in right. the middle of a set right now. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm curious, uh, and, and I think we had you on a couple of seasons ago, but I, I want to dive into this as well, because you're you're a really cool story. You're from Edmonton. I believe you went to uh, Strathcona, um, but didn't you go yes, off to Seattle for a year before U of A? What was that? Uh, what, how did that journey work out? Yeah. So um, in my first year, I took a scholarship to Seattle University. Um, it was to play volleyball in their first semester and compete on their track and field team in the second semester. Um, and then, like, it was a really cool and unique experience. I just, um, for me personally, it just wasn't working out on the volleyball side. So I contacted Lori, um, who was basically the second school at the U of A, was one of the ones I was looking at. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of in the situation. I need to... I kind of want to go to something I know and I'm familiar with and I adore Lori. Um, she's my head coach and she opened up like the doors for me like with welcome arms and she's like, yeah, come back, come join us. And then that's when I like also started my new journey as playing a different position. Oh, what, what so. was, you changed from what to what? Yeah. So I went my whole uh, volleyball career as a middle and then I asked her, I was like, okay, you know what, I'm a pretty undersized middle. How would you feel if I actually changed to a right side? And she said, deal. And I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so so you came home. What are you studying? Um, I'm studying environmental economics. Okay. Because uh, you, you're fifth year. Have you finished already or are you still wrapping it up? I'm wrapping it up. I'm on my last three classes and then... Well, and then hopefully I graduate. Like, should be able to get <laughs> good grades on my last year. <laughs> I, I think I think you'll be fine. And, and another interesting thing about your journey here is, uh, did you not go play professionally in Europe last season? What happened? 
Yeah, so um, as everyone knows, like the world kind of shut down um, and they canceled our athletics for a full year due to just the health and safety of everything, which really made sense. And um, I actually had this opportunity of to go play overseas in Hungary and it wasn't going to mess up my eligibility and there was like no opportunity to play here, unfortunately. So yeah, for a full year, I went up and um, I went out to Hungary and played professionally and then came back here. Well, that's awesome. And I, I like I, I know I've talked to a lot of youth sports athletes over the years in, in sports that maybe aren't as prominent here in Canada and the United States. Uh, and there are professional leagues in, in Europe. So what was the the following like the the media coverage for for women's pro volleyball in Hungary? Um, they definitely there's a lot of more like uh, volleyball is definitely a more um, known sport over in Europe. So there was definitely a lot more media. I would see a lot of media coverage, but it was a lot in Hungarian, so I didn't honestly know what they were saying. <laughs> so I'd see I'd see a news report with my face and all this writing, and I was just telling myself, I'm like, it's got to be good things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good attitude, and trust me, a lot of people who listen to this show wish that I spoke another language so they didn't have to listen to what I was saying. So that, yeah, so that's I try Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to learn it. Okay, now the pandas, uh, so individually, a great milestone for you, but I understand the team is doing quite well. Yeah, our record this year has been really solid. Granted, we're only playing within our province due to COVID. We haven't traveled around at all. Um, But it's looking really good. We have just secured our spot to host the first round of playoffs. And then depending how that goes, we'll we'll see if we get to host the next, like, two or three rounds. Okay, and what do you have this weekend? Uh, We have our last um, conference weekend against Mount Royal at home. Okay, if people so, want to come out. <laughs> absolutely. So tomorrow and Saturday, so this is at the Savile. Uh, what, is it, do they still do the, the men first one night and the women first the other night, or how do they do it now? Yeah, so the first night uh, we'll be playing first at 6 o'clock on Friday, and the men will play at 7.30. And then on the Saturday night, uh, the men will play at 5, and we play at 6.30. Uh, um, and then the other cool thing about this weekend is the Saturday night they'll be honoring all our graduating players. So I really recommend everyone coming out and just full supporting, not only the men's, but for the women's too. I think it's these athletes have been through a lot, especially the ones that have waited a full season in COVID to come back and finish their last year and graduate. It's just, it's going to be a, like, it's just a really special moment for all of us. So I really recommend people coming out and just showing their support. Well, well said. Bears and Panda, uh, bearsandpandas.ca. If people don't already know that website, then uh, you can check all the game times and the ticketing info there. And then, of course, you'll have playoffs, but you just got to wait and see what happens first, right? Yeah, I know we'll be home for the first round, so the more support, the better. Um, we'll be playing Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, all at 6 p.m. at the Seville. Well, that's next so. week. Okay, so we plugged that yeah. already. Perfect. Moy, you're yeah. a really good representative of the program. Excellent player, and you're promoting all the games. This is this is perfect. Corey. If you want me on the show promoting all our games, I'll be here. <laughs> well, let, I tell you what, if you keep going into the playoffs, we will keep having you on. Okay, deal. So I know Connor Hood is listening, who books these interviews. Uh, he's the UFA yeah. sports information guy. So, uh, yeah, he's great. so, so, so next week. So we're good for next weekend. But then, if you guys mm-hmm. advance after that, we'll have, we'll have you on again for the next stage. Okay. Okay, and I'll just keep promoting. 
There we go. Corey, congratulations on the record. You've had a great career. Hope you finish it off on top. Perfect. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for this interview. It means a lot. Awesome. That is Corey White checking in from the Pandas volleyball team, the uh, Canada West all-time leader in kills. Wow, she was awesome. So they play Mount Royal tomorrow and Saturday at the uh, Savile. That's some good stuff there. Quick uh, look at the NHL board before we go. Flames and Canucks are coming up. Second period, Stars and Predators 1-1. Rangers beat the Caps 4-1. Blue Jackets beat the Panthers 6-3. Two goals from Matthews. Toronto wins 3-1 over the Wild. And the Devils pound the Penguins 6-1. Okay. Oilers now noon to 2 tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow night. Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Take care. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.